0: Welcome to the Wildly Tarot podcast. Hi Esther. Hey Holly. (laughs) How are you? (sighs) It's winter finally here. I know. It's so. It
1: feels weird and seasonally appropriate all of a sudden.
0: It feels closer to Christmas than Salwin to me, or like like that. That's like the wind today you picked up, and it was like Yule is coming, and I'm like, no, not
1: yet. Not for like a whole week. Isn't it so weird how wind somehow feels seasonal? <laughs> it feels like winter. <laughs> like it can be windy in the summer, and it's like, ooh, look at that ooh. fall vibe we're getting. <laughs> I know. Maybe just for us who are desperate for fall, who can do true. that.
0: <laughs> but fall finally came for you. You don't have to be like performative fall doing anything anymore. I know. So. I
1: actually have to find sweaters again and like Yay. get cozy. It's not just performative fall. <laughs> Although, watch me say that. And then in like a week and a half, it's going to be back to 90 degrees. Hey, we have one day over the weekend where the high is supposed to only get to 64, which just Aww. seems bananas to me.
0: But it sounds so lovely because now so you're starting the season. Exactly. With the rest of us. I bought a plant that looks like a dildo. I need to show it to you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Maybe I'll. You go get the plant and I'll start the podcast. Oh my god, it really
0: does. <laughs> what kind of plant is that? It's it's okay Uh, alucasia alucasia it's okay it's gonna be one of those big elephant ear plants basically
1: oh cool so this is
0: it in its baby form we got it for nine bucks and I picked it up because I'm like look at this lad little plant because I used to have like a little leaf that we cut off because it was dying oh and I'm like oh man we have to adopt it he's like it looks (laughs) like a dildo he was in the store he said it looks like a dildo and I'm like how dare you
1: (laughs) how dare you say this to the plant in front of our baby baby. plant, you just went to cover that (laughs) plant
0: so i was like how dare you so i was like okay fine we won't buy the dildo and then because i didn't know what like it looked like when it was like grown i
1: just thought maybe yeah you know
0: a small like plant like a fern i would have
1: guessed something like an orchid maybe yeah something like that bulbousness yes so
0: then we went by another plant, and I was, like, behind this big leaf and, like, playing, like, hey, do you want this plant? Like, no, it's giant. I mean, it's, it's like, five feet tall almost. And <laughs> then he looks, and he's, like, Esther, that's the same plant as the dildo. And I was, like, what? This means we have to bring the dildo home now because, yeah, because a it's deal. it's such a
1: manageable size. Exactly. Yeah, what a steal. He steals a
0: steal. So, anyway.
1: Now, so I'm now just excited that you're willing to, like, adventure through plants again because you've been so convinced that you have a black thumb I know but I think it's best if I don't plant the seeds that if I
0: actually like buy them in plant form and oh yeah growing grown. from
1: seeds is impossible I yeah. cannot believe that that was your method well
0: I tried with herbs I mean,
1: it's not impossible, impossible. but it's very difficult
0: yeah well but like with <laughs> herbs they're like oh herbs grow like weeds they're really and I'm like no they die. Not, in my
1: experience. Not in my house.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. So, everything, all of my green shrubberies around all of my desk area, and it's a jungle, and I'm loving it.
1: So. Yay. Uh, the more people who have jungles in their houses, the better. I, I say, I think so. I love having a house full of plants. I've been spending quarantine growing little tiny avocados. Oh. I, I, well, I found like this guy on TikTok and he was doing all of this like avocado sprouting. And I know that that's like always a thing that you do in elementary school or whatever. Oh, right. Maybe that's just in California. Maybe not everyone does avocado In warm sprouting. places, <laughs> they may do sea sprouts <laughs> of avocados. Yeah. But in those methods, it's always like, and then you stick toothpicks into it. Oh, and right. this guy was just like used a smaller uh, mouthed bottle and just mm-hmm. popped it on top. So I tried that and now I have all of these little tiny baby avocado plants Mm. and I feel so accomplished. And it's so wild because we have this like 35 foot avocado tree in our backyard. Right. (laughs) So I'm not trying to grow an avocado tree. I already have one. That's great. Uh But they're so pretty. The leaf shape is so nice. And I feel so accomplished to watch this like, you know, pit crack and grow. And it's just like, yay, we did it. Yay,
0: plants.
1: (laughs) And insert plants now. (laughs) <laughs> dildo plants that was probably a transition right yeah, it's
0: i believe in you yeah <laughs> i'll just i'll just i'll just leave that in insert plants now and then we go to hi
1: i have a plant that's dildo
0: you want to see it? yeah exactly
1: <laughs> the problem esther is that every single like we started recording 43 minutes ago but we just want to like catch up so much that we're, we can't stop ourselves it's and true. even on days where we're like. No, we're not going to do that thing where we no. talk for an entire hour before we, do. we start recording. Every we time. We do. Every <laughs> single time, which I guess is good. I mean, it, we're friends. We, we want to sh- talk. It shows that we love each other, right? Yeah, We don't exactly. like hate each other.
0: Only like, okay, I'm here for two minutes. Let's go. Let's but get this then done.
1: it's like, how do we start this podcast? Because we've already exhausted every topic <laughs> that we want to talk about. <laughs> I know. So let's talk about your plant. I mean,
0: like tzatziki <laughs> sauce. We could talk about the intricacies of tzatziki sauce. I that was a swear, I last swear to God,
1: if you don't make tzatziki by the end of next week, I will be shocked. Oh,
0: I'm probably gonna make it this weekend. <laughs> I am
1: like, I was
0: already researching. I'm like, okay, how can I get cucumbers from my in-laws? Like, Yeah. Immediately?
1: Dear listener, Esther's in-laws grow cucumbers. It's, it's not just living. that she can only access <laughs> cucumbers through them like their actual farm grows cucumbers. Farm. Yeah. yeah, so it's like it's
0: like they they always tell me like my husband gets offended if I buy a cucumber. I'm like <laughs> But it's not like I can march over to their house and like knock on the door and be like, hey, I, exactly. can I have a cucumber?"
1: Yeah, like, unless you're going to get expensive. a cucumber delivery service I from know. them.
0: So <laughs> maybe I just—I'll give him that job tomorrow because he needs something to do tomorrow. Like, "Hi,
1: can you go get cucumbers for your parents, please?" Yeah, you. there you go. Oh my gosh, you could take Doogie, and then your father-in-law oh, would yeah. get to hang out with his favorite grandson. That's so true. That's so true. That could be fun. <laughs> Anyway, card of the day.
0: Yay! (laughs) What deck are you using?
1: Uh I am using the Antique Anatomy. Ooh, which edition? Which language? (laughs) Well, I just got Spanish in the mail yesterday. Thank you, Claire. (laughs) Now I have Spanish, French, English, and also UK edition, which is obviously also in English but has a different box. I'm a lunatic. I just love this deck so much. But anyway, so this is the American version. The first one with the cardstock that people say is thin. Again, don't really think it's that thin. It's totally fine with me. Yeah. We've ranted about this before. Uh, but anyway, I got the eight of wands, which is not really that surprising because we've we, been talking for like an hour. We've been talking for a while. And the deck <laughs> is like, you need to start actually doing this. Will you freaking get the show on the road and start moving? Please. Please. We, need, we have stuff to get to today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So eight of wands it is. Let's do this. Yay.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm reading the first question. I, be, I need to stop shuffling cards for fuck's sake. Oh, my gosh. Maybe that's where I need to start. Okay. Let's see. Our first question of the day is from Orion's mom. And she asks, I have a really hard time with the Six of Cups specifically, as well as similar cards that symbolize nostalgia, memories, reunions, or basically any positive view of the past. I've worked really hard to put a lot of shit behind me. And even if I wanted to look back, there isn't much good to look back on. So when I pull a card like the Six of Cups, I just can't connect to the feeling of nostalgia, whatever. My mind goes totally blank, and I can't find a way to interpret the spread. Sometimes this lack of good memory sends me into a spiral over my history. Do you guys have any cards like this where you have trouble connecting with the intended interpretation? How do you approach cards like that? Specifically, do you have suggestions on alternate ways to
1: interpret the Six of Cups? So I know the Six of Cups is one that you kind of have the same thing with.
0: Yes, I have a hard time with Six of Cups. Typically, when I draw it, I kind of ignore it. Like, okay, like, thanks, because it's it's not something that I've come to terms with like addressing. Usually I'll try to pull like a secondary card or something like that, but it doesn't come up a lot for me to like just do that a lot. But yeah, Six of Cups is hard. But I think like specifically last week when we talked about Gorgon Tarot, like I really liked the idea of that Six of Cups being about having fun with someone else and Like, it not even be, like, childhood memories or nostalgic memories, but just that engaging with fun. And I feel like there's one animal deck that does that as well, where it's, like, the actual fun of moments with other people and not necessarily, like, nostalgic family memories. in general.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that that's, like, when I – this came up also with Gorgon Tarot because all of my favorite cards were about people hanging out. Right. So like right now in this existing world that we live in, it's really easy to feel nostalgia for something that happened seven months ago that was just like, you know, pre COVID transition where like just going to somebody's house without having to make any precautions beforehand or like whatever. Those can be things that we're nostalgic for. So maybe trying to like put a focus on the like a specific type of nostalgia rather than having it be like all nostalgia generally and your focus could be you know nostalgia for like beloved friendships Mm -hmm. that or whatever i mean and if you if that still hurts because you've had those things go really awry then maybe that example isn't the best one but just come up with like try to evoke a specific thing you're nostalgic about like i don't know a hot dog that you had at a really fun baseball game where you were like sitting in the sun and you had that feeling of like, this is great. Just like try to evoke that feeling rather than thinking about nostalgia at large Yeah
0: and Specifically like I really like that Sense of creating An intention specifically For that card That gives you a problem Yeah Like instead yeah. of engaging In the like General worldview Of this card Create that specific Intention for that card For yourself So Right Instead of it pop Like Holly said Instead of it popping out And being like Just general nostalgia Yeah Childhood that can tri- Yeah like, it, No yeah, I don't exactly. want that to be Exactly Because that's just Too triggering I mean for me It's triggering Like you know yeah. These feelings of conflict That come up Or you know you know, like, some people's childhood sucked and they were horrible. Yeah, Why would totally. I want to invoke that sort of feeling in my reading? Not at all. So it's kind yeah. of, like, engaging in it that's a way that, like, is personal for you and that's okay. Where it for somebody else, it's, you know, somebody else may see that card differently and that's fine, but for you, yeah, that feeling needs to be associated with that card. I
1: actually, this kind of brings me to sort of, like, a larger thought about sort of the tarot community in general, um, which is... I think that, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like the more people try to, uh, like, market themselves as tarot teachers, the more that the message to either people who've been reading forever but have, like, alternate definitions of stuff or people who are trying to learn feel like they all have to fall in line with sort of, like, basically, you know, Arthur Waite's ideas of what cards mean – uh, and I think that that's something that we've been talking about a lot in the context of our art history book. But, yeah. like, like, there's no reason to force yourself to align. Ex- and I, this is, like, s- kind of controversial. So I'm sorry if this is not the way that you see tarot, dear listeners. But, like, I in some ways I feel like there's no reason why, why you have to feel completely aligned with the textbook definition of mm-hmm. a card. Yeah and i think that that's like especially true with stuff that's a little bit trickier or something that you personally can't connect with like the six of cups like yeah for for some people it might be the like i don't know the emperor. nine of swords yeah. or the emperor or the, when we first started the hierophant like yeah. there's a lot of cards that can bring stuff up for you that may not have been the intended definition when all of these like early 20th century occultists were creating like you know documented systems for Mm -hmm. it but that's okay and if the Six of Cups to you needs to literally just be like you know a walk in the park like literally that's what comes to mind when you think about it is that peaceful feeling when you're in nature or whatever then that's okay because when you're reading for yourself and you're getting that card coming up then you know how you need to interpret it it's the same thing with Esther and the Seven of Swords like When Esther sees the seven of swords, her brain is not, or five, I guess, more commonly than sevens. Sevens or fives for the the swords. But you're not thinking like sneaky conflict. You're thinking data collection and information and stuff like that. And that's fine because that's how you understand it. And you're reading for yourself. And if you're reading for your others... It would still be the the message that the cards are trying to bring to you because you right. have that relationship with the cards.
0: Yeah, and I think these days specifically, the Six of Cups, it's been like creating your own happiness. And what does that yeah. mean? Like that moment yeah. of happiness, and how can you maintain that in your life? Right,
1: and not even happiness to me, but like 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 calmness. calmness yeah, yeah. I think it's especially been easier for me to interpret that card since the world changed so much in March mm-hmm. because now the thing that I'm most nostalgic for is just like not this sort of base level panic attack that's right. constantly happening now. Right. Right. Like, When we, you know, in October of 2020, think about nostalgia, it can be for, you know, whenever. Like, one of the things that I got really nostalgic for yesterday, I was, this is so self-indulgent, but I was thinking about how in, like, 2014, 2015, Mm -hmm. I used to just post on Instagram, like, on my personal Instagram, like, pictures of a glass of wine and a book. Like, just, like... So simple. That's, like, not anyone's Instagram aesthetic anymore, like, because it's so, so of 2015 to -hmm. just have, like, a super filtered picture of a glass of wine and a book. But I was feeling so nostalgic for it because at that point I was just so excited to, like, be, like, like, living in my own place and my sister was living with me and Nathan at the time and we just, like, had all these days of just, like... Why don't we just like have a glass of wine and read outside? And that's what I was nostalgic for is mm-hmm. just like the that not... time together. Yeah, like the of. time together, the time of like not feeling sort of like there's so much going on, so much right. to do. And like so I went through those Instagram posts and I was like wow it was that it was such a different world yeah like yeah. I felt so differently about the world around me then right
0: and that's how you invoked that spirit of the six of cups where it's that like everyday simple happiness it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean like overall like, overall your childhood like a moment where you were on the playground with a kid and they were nice to you and then it, it got ruined you know that sort of yeah. like that those sorts of memories that like are jarring it's like that's everyday simple happiness and joy joy it can be something in the recent history that you reflect back to and that's totally okay yeah.
1: yeah i also this has been this has come up a couple of times for me because we have a lot of friends whose birthdays are coming up oh right and we have both had quarantine birthdays mine oh, was yes. in may so it was like pretty long ago at this point <laughs> but it's hard i mean by the time this is all over everyone will have had an important to them day that mm-hmm. was happening during social distancing Uh, but what I was telling our friend Martin, and I've also told some other friends who are Scorpios, (laughs) whose birthdays are coming up in upcoming weeks. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday, Martin, by the way, today is his actual birthday. It is. Um, but we like the way that I did it in May was that I tried to think about the feelings that I wanted to evoke, like what feels like a good birthday and what feels like a good birthday is like not like not thinking about anything other than your birthday and just like allowing yourself to like, my goal was to feel That sort of like outside in the sun breeziness of just like lightness of being sort of whatever outside under a tree. Right. And so rather than thinking, like, how can I make that happen? Like, I should have friends over and blah, 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 because a lot of that isn't achievable. Right. Starting by thinking about what feelings I wanted to evoke rather than what I wanted to do for my birthday was helpful in coming up with ways to evoke those feelings in more achievable ways. Right. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing with this is like, if, if, if you know that it should be coming up with nostalgia, you have to think about the nostalgia itself, not the idea that nostalgia comes from X, Y, or Z, like mm-hmm. thinking about your childhood or thinking about being a kid or whatever, because the nostalgia for you or the birthday experience for you could feel really, really different. And so thinking about the idea of it And then coming up with your own definition that's achievable for you rather than going based on like what, you know, a stereotype about nostalgia is or what a stereotype about a good birthday is. Right. Could be like a helpful way to sort of work yourself through it.
0: Yeah. And it helps you feel better. Arthur Waite really didn't really care about the minor cards. So do the fuck whatever you want. So.
1: Our book is going to be a spicy. (laughs) A little spicy. I love it so much. But yeah, good luck, Orion's mom. Just think about, you just have to maybe find like a light...
0: Like even if it's Mindset. just like the feeling that of you spending time with your dogs and how your dogs make you feel,
1: you know. Yeah. Sixth. Oh my God, that would actually be and actually, you know, uh, Chris Ann does a dog-based Six of Cups too. Oh right, right, right. But like, think about when your dog is just staring at your face when you're like sitting there doing nothing, and you're and like, just this like, dog freaking loves they me. They adore like, you maybe so just much. Yeah. Try to. I love that, Esther. Yeah. That's great. So yes
0: we love you and hopefully this helped um get a meaning for the 6 of cups for you that was that's more than just triggering nostalgic feelings.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think like your method Esther of like also pulling additional cards for it is also good because maybe the thing is more is less that you can't conjure a nostalgic thing and more that you then get sucked into the where did it all go wrong? Thing. Right, right. So if you can distract yourself by pulling another card and trying to like work that in, maybe that would help with that. Sort yeah, of, like, it's kind of like
0: word of the nostalgic foundation, I guess.
1: Yeah, so. exactly. And it won't be so much like I was happy and now I'm not. You can just sort of like push through it. Right, right. All right. Our second question is from Jay, uh, who at the end of her message was like, should this be anonymous? So my um, your compromise <laughs> is just to use the initial. Jay, you know who you are. Jay <laughs> says, hello, my loves. My family and I moved into our current rental home three years ago. We're renting from a local property management, renting rather than buying in the hopes of leaving the area in the future." Almost immediately, we knew that we were not alone living in this house. We could hear scratching and clawing at all hours, day and night. Rats! Rats were oh, living I, in the attic prior I to it was a, I
0: thought it was a ghost. I was like,
1: Jay, I'm not prepared to do ghost. <laughs> I can't handle that. Yeah. It's, well, it's almost Samhain. That would be the time. Uh, rats were living in the attic prior to us moving in it has been a never ending nightmare since fast forward to yesterday the noise had gotten so bad in the attic that I literally thought someone was breaking in I called property management and the conversation did not go well and this is all paraphrasing I'm cutting out a lot of information so basically like they had an exterminator come out and the exterminator just poisoned them and so then they had to deal with that smell which is terrible uh, for months and months and months so they have been going back and forth with their rental people about like what the responsibilities are for them. Um, and anyway, so the rental people went on to say, to tell me that if I didn't like it, that I could just move out. So there are some like California civil codes that say that there's, it's a responsibility of the owner to not have rodents in the house prior to moving in. Um, But that's also just like something that, of course, they've been living there for three years. So the rental people are not going to let that fly. Right. So anyway, Jay says, during Mercury Retrograde, a pandemic prior to an election and without being prepared for a move, do we just wait? Allow the right remedy to present itself or should I be actively searching for a new home for my family and I?
0: Oh, that's so awful. I'd almost rather have ghosts. I would rather have
1: ghosts than rats. Yeah. With ghosts you just have to be like please leave me alone. And usually that works.
0: <laughs> please leave me alone. Or can you just
1: like not be destructive?
0: <laughs> can you make sure your destruction is in the bathroom where I can clean it easily? Thank you. Very much. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> or what can I do to make you feel more peaceful with rats they are just like on their own whole um, destructo? Goodness. Baloney. Gracious. Okay. Uh, okay so but it is complicated because it is mercury retrograde and I do have to say that for me personally this has been like the most mercury retrograde retrograde it's retrogradest of all time. the
0: greatest mercury retrograde of retrogrades.
1: I just can't like I oh god it's just been non-stop. It's non And it's like cliche shit too like my work computer just doesn't work anymore. Like come on mercury <laughs> you couldn't be a little bit more creative. Actually no, no I don't want you to be more creative don't be more I creative. I want it to don't only listen. be work come computer. Clock on wood <laughs> Jesus Christ what did I do <laughs> Not good. can you please put that on a cup knock on one jesus christ what did i do <laughs> mercury retrograde 2020 it's just like so and then like the communication issues oh yeah. and just like i just it's just been so much so i totally get it signing a contract during this time is like quintessential don't do this during do mercury this right retrograde now. and the then retrograde the addition is almost
0: over so by the time they may find a place yeah, that's true.
1: Finished. that's true. I think the larger issue is besides whether that or not is they the. Go or not. Well, yeah, and just like so much upheaval currently. Right. But it could right. be just a nut like moving is freaking stressful. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But also there's don't feel shame about rats being in your attic. Oh, that yeah. has nothing to do with you.
0: No it could be raccoons we had raccoons in my attic it's fine
1: i have Bats. a possum living somewhere i can't figure out where
0: <laughs> probably in a drain pipe to be honest
1: maybe oh did you hear mac just let out a big sigh <laughs> she's the like possums are her i missed a possum <laughs> yeah i just want to go say hi but anyway don't feel shame jay no. about having rats because i don't think that that's it's like not you know bad. And worth your energy anything, yeah exactly they're just animals looking for a place to live, but it is frustrating that. I your mean, could you become so the rat to.
0: queen? Is the question. Like, could you start? <laughs> How like do we
1: harness p- them? Like a Peter
0: Piper sort of thing, yeah. and like harness your magical power <laughs> to get these rats <laughs> under your control. I feel like that's a really bad RPG line somewhere.
1: It is worth a shot. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you tried befriending them? <laughs> be yeah. Fun. Have you tried befriending them? I'm sorry, Jay. We're really <laughs> empathetic, but also yeah. we're ridiculous.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so how should we read for this then? Just, like, the general energy of trying to move and then, like, how – or steps forward maybe first?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I would probably do, like, the – It's like going to be, like, the Eight of thing. Cups. <laughs> eight of oh, cups. okay. Because, like, you know, staying and going with the energies are for, like, it, like for the next, like, two weeks making this decision. Oh, that's a good
1: idea. Let's have it be time frame oriented.
0: And then, like, because, like, the elections in two weeks – mercury retrograde i think is finished in two weeks sorry
1: my entire body just shut down (laughs) when you said that
0: holly's soul left her body and then came
1: back (laughs) oh god the election's in two weeks oh esther (laughs) sorry i like no it's okay oh my god i'm so scared uh right. i already voted okay like yeah. oh my god yeah everything's gonna be okay it has to yeah, be it's we don't be have to actually let our bodies entirely shut down when anyone mentions <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i think it, i think like
0: limits for the next two weeks
1: staying and yeah. going
0: waiting or kind of like yeah leaving or in the night even
1: we could even say like the yeah seriously
0: <laughs> evacuating with a couple rats the just in
1: case they can communicate yeah just bring one with you they're great pets <laughs> If you have one, I think probably one. a whole horde is a little bit scary. <laughs> I mean, a whole um, horde. But, okay, so maybe we should do a whole month, though, just because yeah, month, two weeks yeah, seems two so weeks. short.
0: Yeah, or But it. maybe
1: two weeks is more appropriate because it is a now problem.
0: Well, okay, so let's just say, like, the the moving, like, waiting to look for something for the next two weeks or looking starting to look now like something like okay. not moving like in the next 2 weeks just looking now. Yeah, looking now sense. versus
1: looking in, in
0: 2 weeks. weeks.
1: Okay, looking now first. <laughs> I got two major arcanas. Oh,
0: really? Okay.
1: Yeah. I got
0: one major arcana and a uh... court court court, court. court.
1: court card okay and i so for the second question i got one major and one court card this is like a huge thing jay it is so for looking now i got the hermit and the hierophant what did you get
0: i got the magician and the knight of swords so i got like the moving forward like do something now sort of cards
1: this is like the second time in two weeks that this has happened where cards are like what what did you get for the
0: this is for the looking now you got what for the now
1: the hermit and the hierophant.
0: Okay, so I think you're going to need to 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 consult someone because that's what the higher font would mean to me. Yeah, consult because like you have the power, you are the ones that can rush forward, but I think you need to think about like the decision as well as consult somebody else.
1: Well, and maybe the hermit is also saying that right now you feel really on your own about it, and so that that would confirm what you're saying, Esther, about like like finding someone to talk to to like converse with about it and then moving forward. Right, like kind of encouraging her. or an attorney
0: because... Oh, yeah. Because hierophant is kind of law and civil things. It's not justice, but it's... But the hierophant is like the traditional mm-hmm. meaning is like a cultural thing that speaks to other people, if that makes yeah. any sense.
1: Or maybe just like, yeah, maybe... An, so an attorney, but not for like legal reasons, maybe, but just like confirming that... That you wouldn't know. have any thing go on. you got the magician and the knight of swords
0: then yeah knight of swords yeah
1: I mean the knight of swords always makes me a little bit wary about pushing forward but maybe that's part of it is that it's kind of like saying that in the next two weeks decisions you'd be making you could create change but it might be a little bit rash and so asking for additional help from other people Mm -hmm. from like a wise man I mean not necessarily a man but like the Hierophant and Hermit combination feels like somebody who's knowledgeable and thoughtful. Right. Maybe helpful in preventing the worst parts of the Knight of Swords from Mm -hmm. happening, which is just like, like movement, but at what cost? Right. Right.
0: (laughs) Well, and especially with the magician popping up, it's to me, it's saying that you have all the power, you have all the resources in your wheelhouse to make a move and to look, start looking right now. It's just a decision of, you know, Making sure you're not moving forward too rashly and there may be some things that someone else can help, like, bring wisdom from a di- not a different perspective, but to make sure you're covering yourself as you're moving. And yeah, totally. Process.
1: And I think that that makes sense with such a short time frame of mm-hmm. two weeks. Like, for the next two weeks, maybe be aware of how fast you're trying to move and, like, help, like allow people with more info and knowledge to sort of, like, shed some help for you and then after the two weeks that's where like the sun and i got the page of wands for after two weeks what did you get i I got got the
0: seven of cups and the lover so i think there'll be some decisions definitely yeah that may in two weeks may be more than what you had anticipated at first coming yeah, but the lovers to me is still that sign of like this choice. Like it's two basically two choices cards. Like I have the lovers, which to me, yeah. is a cho- like I think it's a choice card. Like you're choosing yeah. between like a better life for yourself or not. And the yeah. seven of cups is that choice card where you're just going to have a lot of, on your plate and making sure that you're making the right decision for everyone involved.
1: Yeah, there's more ability to like thoughtfully decide in those two cards, like especially with the combination of the Lovers and the Seven of Cups. Right. And then I think the Sun and the Page of Rods is like, it'll be a little bit more rational, like it'll be really a good decision. You'll have Mm -hmm. a lot of options. You'll be able to see your options more clearly. The Sun illuminating the Seven of Cups is kind of nice in those combinations. Yeah. Like the sun gives more, like you can actually see all of your options. Well, and then the page, sorry, go ahead.
0: I was going to say with the sun and the seven of cups, like you're illuminating those decisions and it's bringing like an awareness to the decision you need to make. Like, yeah, it may, it's totally. not like necessarily like a negative decision. It, having many choices may be a good thing in a, in a home because like, oh, I don't, I'm not as restricted as I thought I was in the past. Yeah.
1: It's so much less panicky. Right. And then also with the page of wands, it's like, this is kind of like a, an opportunity to really, like, try doing things in a new way. Yeah. Like, it's sort of, like, not the opposite of the Knight of Swords, but I do think that it's in relief Mm -hmm. with the Knight of Swords. Like, the Knight of Swords is a little bit less, like well-planned and the page of wands is action-oriented but maybe a little bit more thoughtful and careful with the process yeah yeah or at least yeah yeah especially paired with all with the seven of cups in the sun yeah all right so jay in the intervening two weeks before the election and everything maybe just be aware of areas that you're trying to push too hard in and reach out to somebody for like insight and advice because that's the other thing is that breaking a lease like she may have said you can just move then but can you actually like right. would that be breaking some sort of contract
0: yeah but is she the one who's saying you can move and that breaks her part of the contract or breaks your part? yeah of the what things involved yeah. with all that you know what are the liabilities how are they responsible for not taking care of you you know yeah consulting with someone would you know at least feel like you're on better footing going forward and that you know what you're doing and that it's not going to come last minute from them saying well you didn't do this and oh you know you're liable for this and blah 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 yeah totally
1: yeah so the intervening two weeks just be careful yeah (laughs) don't do anything rash or on your own
0: (laughs) don't move in the middle of the night
1: (laughs) yeah although it's tempting i understand
0: (laughs) all right we have no announcements Yay.
1: This week we are reviewing Arcana Iris Sacra. I'm 100% sure that I but there are different been. ways to pronounce that that are much more beautiful than my like I took Latin as a 14-year-old pronunciation. <laughs> um from Labyrinthos. So we've talked about Labyrinthos and Tina Gong before and i the Golden There's Thread last year.
0: Yes. Last like year? Last May 2019.
1: Yes, exactly. So she's a pretty prolific deck creator. Um she actually just recently published a book uh, like last week, using images from this card, but reworked to align with Rider-Waite-Smith rather than this deck, which is more Toth-inspired. Yes. yes. Uh, not even inspired, aligned. Like it's a Toth deck. Yes, the Toth deck, <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one came out last year. So uh, yeah, if you want to hear us talk more about Labyrinthos. So Labyrinthos is a really, really good resource for if you're learning. And we'll talk about that a little bit when we start talking about this deck. But mm-hmm. She has both an app and a website that's incredibly comprehensive and user friendly, with card definitions for both tarot and lenormand, yeah. as well as just a lot of like sort of basics on how to read tarot. So yes. I know that I used her website and her and the Golden Thread app, which is now the Labyrinthos app, constantly. Yes, when I was really new because it's just like very very accessible and easy to use. Yes. See but anyway, I mean. so she says about this deck, the Arcana Iris Sacra, translated roughly from Latin as the Mysteries of the Sacred Rainbow, is a vintage inspired tarot deck drawing upon the dense and complex traditions of the Golden Dawn, the Kabbalah and astrology. Kabbalah? Kabbalah. Kabbalah?
0: I, Kabbalah. Well, I feel like Madonna said it, Kabbalah, so that's, I've been following Madonna. I know.
1: Yeah, that's true. That <laughs> is how Madonna says it. All right, I'll say it that way too. Uh, and Astrology. Use the colors and their intensities to create additional layers of meaning. Red, fire, willpower and creativity, blue, water, emotions and habits, yellow, wind, intellect and ideas, green, earth, material, world, and sense of stability. And we'll talk about that when we go through our favorite cards a little bit more because it's super effective, I would say. I think so. Each card also contains a rainbow, the four colors described above, either swirling, twisting, moving, or beaming, to help you understand the focus of each card and where the primal energy of that card lies. So, since this is a Toth deck, it has the, like, one-word definitions on all of the minor arcana, Mm -hmm. um, and the major arcana are in a slightly different order than what we're used to, and there's, like, some additional... uh, name changes Mm -hmm. to the major arcana that align with the toth decks yes
0: and on the court cards because of the way crowley associated like the court card identity itself with a element and also the suit itself with an element you get two elements on the court cards to kind of combine help for your reading
1: yeah totally
0: i hope i explain that plainly enough
1: because i think so (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) We're like, Oh God, we sound like dummies. Okay. So uh, you can find this on her website primarily. If you just Google labyrinthos, um, you can find it or Esther will link it in the show notes. Um, Yeah. And how it actually is. Okay. So the construct variations we already touched on representation stuff is a little bit tricky because the color palette is so limited. So it's just kind of based on facial features. So I don't want to use numbers specifically But there are a number of cards where humans on the cards have facial features that are not sort of like white mainstream European facial features. So it's hard to tell if it's actual representation, but uh, it seems as though it is. It It appears as though it is. Yeah. There's also some body type uh, diversity, not just with the empress, which I think a lot of people rely on.
0: <laughs> and here's <laughs> she's the empress. she have got to make her chubby. Okay. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, <laughs> no, she's actually pregnant. But uh, anyway, which does not count as representation of fat people. Sorry. It just doesn't. Like <laughs> so pregnancy is a different whole thing. Um, but anyway, so it is very highly stylized, um, yes. but there are a couple of body type variations um and yeah so the colors of the deck are like she says in her description almost all red blue yellow and green and then shades of those colors so there might be like a light red which i guess technically is pink
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) um the back it just occurred to me what the backs remind me of yesterday. So mom would get Reader's Digest condensed versions where they'd have like a book, but like a condensed book, like four or five Uh in one thing. The backs look exactly like a Reader's Digest like cover.
1: Yeah. So it's, I think it's like an ink, uh, you know, when, when people like float ink on water and then press it in, whatever that art form is, I think ink printing or like ink swirl art or something. (laughs) So the gist of the actual deck itself is that it's an old, old book, and that's yeah. how the deck the deck box is designed. Like mm-hmm. it looks like kind of a cool nineteenth century book with the ink, uh, swirly ink pattern. Pattern. <laughs> Describing so that technical. very well. We're <laughs> so good at this. Um, and it is kind of weird because the deck fits into the box, and then the box just ties closed. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't seem super secure, but I haven't had any problems with cards popping out.
0: I've had a couple of problems with some cards, like, sliding out, but yeah. it's like it's not, like, unruly where it spills out. I just have to make sure yeah. it's super tight when I tie it. I, part yeah. of me wishes that there was, like, a little magnetic piece to kind of yes, like, hold exactly. that down. That'd be Same. so... Because, like, her box for, what was it, the Lenormand deck... Um, what was it the small seventh seer in the norman it has a magnetic a, manet- a magnet, a <laughs> magnet i can't say magnetic what's wrong with me? you just did it <laughs> it has one of those like sticky clasps that never never
1: like sticky and clasps. magnetic claps <laughs> did you know well, we've talked about this together but i think it's important to remind everyone magnets do not lose magnetic they power do not. over time. They do you not. can't use out a magnet. Just FYI. In case anyone needed to hear I it. saw an
0: Etsy review the other week and the person was like, I think the magnet is losing its power. I'm like, that's not how magnets work. That's not works, how magnets mean.
1: work. If it is, you need to like wipe down the magnets because yeah. it's probably more a likely to issue. be like that there's schmoo covering yeah. it or whatever. Exactly. Not that the magnet is losing power. But that just makes me laugh so hard because I know didn't I mean I know that it's, for a lot of us, it's been a really long time since we studied magnets in school, but I was so obsessed with them as a little kid. I know. How did you miss <laughs> that day in science class? Like, there are some science class days you just do not miss, and magnet day is one of Magnus them. Magnets is magnet day. But, yeah, I think you're totally right. If there was even just one little magnetic class like on a it, little it would be way thing. more secure. Yeah. But,
0: I mean, it's, it's fine, but... I, it would be better if there was, like, a little magnet cloth.
1: Yeah. So the other thing is that the edges are really, really, really mirrored gold, yes. which I thought I would hate, but I think that maybe because the quality of these, of the golden, uh, or of the Labyrinthos decks are is just really high quality, so mm-hmm. the gilding doesn't feel flaky or sharp. No. Which I think is really key.
0: Like, there are some decks where it flakes super easily, and this hasn't been one of them.
1: Right, because we've been on yeah. this whole rampage lately about how we don't like metallic gilding and we don't but for some reason on this deck it feels both thematically appropriate because the whole idea is that it's like an ancient book or not an ancient like a early modern book and so the it both feels thematically appropriate but also it's so well done that it doesn't it's not flaking or sharp, so it's still easy to shuffle. It doesn't right. take away from the experience,
0: and I think the card stock helps it as well because it's not—it doesn't—it's not sticking out. It's not jagged edges. It's not prevalent. It's just yeah. the way it is. So
1: kind of wild how it is so reflective, yeah, without having any of those things. Like it feels so uniform, but it doesn't make the cards stick to each other at all. Right. Yes. So I don't know. It's really great. I do. I like it.
0: I like it a lot. And it's a little skinnier than normal tarot decks and a little shorter, I think. I feel like it's True, shorter.
1: yeah. So if you're somebody with small hands. Yes.
0: I like it because it's as a small handed person, it fits nicely in my hand and I can shuffle it without a problem.
1: It's the same height as standard, but it is like almost a full half inch more narrow. This is it with Lisa Frank, which is just Okay, yeah, hands. yeah. So it's significantly narrower, but the same height. So it's it is very easy to shuffle. Mm-hmm. Ugh, my Lisa Frank tarot that I had printed on plastic because I was planning it for a bachelorette party oh, that, yeah. that was supposed to be like Lisa Frankie vibe that was going to ah. be in Joshua Tree in a pool the whole time. And it was like the second weekend of the pandemic. Oh
0: no. I didn't even know you had <laughs> it on plastic. Do you like it on plastic? Cause I love plastic. I
1: love it. I like, I mean, I know the plastic cardstock is a little bit controversial, but I really like it. Yeah. And it's super fun with this too, because it's so vibrant and you know that you could like put it in a pool and it would be fine.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or like a bar that has like tons of beer spilled on it.
1: Remember going to bars?
0: <laughs> barely. Even before the pandemic not, happened. I, I mean, neither went of to us bars. are really bar
1: people.
0: I'd <laughs> like we, to go to a we bar were, like once I guess the thing ever. is like we were homebodies before the pandemic and now we're like homebodies now. Yeah,
1: like- <laughs> but I'm feeling like weirdly nostalgic for not being a homebody even though I know that when everything opens back up again in like 5 to 10 years whenever that happens. <laughs> Just kidding, people. Just kidding. I think it'll be next year at some point, hopefully. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. it's like I still will be like, okay, I think I'll have to force myself to go hang out with friends still.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though I miss it so much now. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about favorite cards. And I actually do have one WTF card and then I, one that just makes me laugh so hard that I need to talk about it, even though it's not a favorite. But okay, I do hear have about a your WTF card
0: first. as well. So anyway, favorites. I love all the aces. I cannot find the ace of wands at the very moment because I keep getting distracted while I'm looking through and I'm pretty sure I'm looking the wrong card all the time, but I really (laughs) love all the aces. They're so beautiful. Like, and there are, there are like, callbacks to the original artwork that Lady Frida did for the Toth deck, which I thought was, like, really nice and really kind of, like, honoring and sweet. So it, but it's not a clone deck. I would not call this, like, an actual no. clone. But it's just, like, little bitty touches and flares that, are, you know, call back to Toth, the original Toth tarot deck. But anyway, all the aces, they're beautiful. I do really like all of the... The tones that are on this on the cards themselves, because the the majors are more of like the stark, dark, contrasty ones, like very vivid, yeah. very dark, very like in your face. The Actually, ace... almost
1: all of my favorites have that dark, dusty yeah. blue background. Yeah, and
0: the aces are more of like a middle, I would say middle kind of color between all of those. It's not like the darkest yeah. green or the darkest blue or the darkest yellow or red, but it's kind of like a muted tone of that. And then, of course, like the minors, you get like the lighter lighter colors of that so okay, yeah anyway, it's a
1: really cool i think that the use of thing. the different tones of the colors is super super effective yes. because it really is just those four colors and it somehow feels so dynamic because Very of the thoughtful so. fading that yes.
0: happens. it's just super gorgeous um so i think all of my cards have ladies on them except for one i love the <laughs> high priestess or they in this deck it's called the priestess like she's just so beautiful, and she's behind the veil itself, which I think is really yeah, interesting. yeah, that's so and, like, neat. like this like really neat little um little thing because typically like what's behind the veil is the unknown, and she's behind the veil, and I think that's like cool. Imagery, yeah,
1: totally. Like, it kind of makes her even more mysterious.
0: Yes. Um, okay, I'm gonna. I think that I think I know what your funny card is, so I'm gonna hold off on that until I actually am. <laughs> The And then my next one is the Aeon, which is the replacement in Toth deck for Judgment. I really uh, think it's gorgeous.
1: So, in that one I think it's worth mentioning because a, not a lot of them have the deep, deep blue and the deep, deep red simultaneously. Yes. And that one does. And that's why it's so visually arresting. Yes. Because it's really, it looks so unlike the rest of the cards where it's like generally tonally similar throughout. Mm-hmm. That one has the really strong red and the really strong blue. And it's just so cool and pretty mm-hmm.
0: yes i think it's like one of the the most visually arresting ones when it, it pops out you're like <gasps> the aeon or whatever so yeah anyway, totally it's just it's very it's just stunning i also love the universe because it's has a okay the snake's face kind of looks like an idiot I will say the it's
1: snake not- does look like an idiot, but it is one of my favorite cards. But it too. is,
0: it is so gorgeous because of the the way that the snake does wrap around her body, and it's beautiful. But I wish the snake's face would have been like had a bit more detail to it and not look like a stupid like like a dum dum face, <laughs> like like <laughs> face.
1: So I love it. I love that it's this like woman in this sort of ballet pose wrapped in a snake, and then the planet Earth is behind her, and yes. it's surrounded by rainbows. So it just feels so. Like, obviously, the rainbows are used to great effect to draw the eye to the entire universe being the focus. Yes. It's just really well done.
0: Um, And I also love the death card because it cracks me up.
1: <laughs> Disco
0: death! That's Disco what death we're calling it. That's well, one okay, of my WTF so this, this is kind of a reflection of the Lady Frida card because in the Lady Frida original Toast deck, her skeleton, she actually said like that it was dancing. Like, and so I think this is a reflection back on that almost because he's literally dancing in disco. Like he's got his disco hand up with his, the skies, the scythe in his hand and just had a good time. And his
1: pointed toes. Yeah. Like disco death is just such a great card. I love that card. So funny. Okay. (laughs) And then my WTF card will come later. So
0: when we're ready. Oh, that
1: was one of my WTF cards. I'm curious to see what yours are. So. Was that the end of your favorites? Yes, that was it. Yes. Okay, cool. So, so I also really loved the universe. That's definitely one of my favorites. Um, and then for the rest of them, there's like really specific reasons why I like each of them. Okay. Um, okay. So with the emperor, I really like that the emperor is like slouched down in his chair a little oh, yeah. bit because it sort of emphasizes the weight of the pressures of being in this position of authority. Uh-huh. Um, this card is, like, all red, so there's, like, nothing but willpower and strength in there. But mm-hmm. I think that having the Emperor be a little bit hunched brings some of those, like, um, it's, like, less forced patriarchy and right. more, like having this power is also a huge responsibility. And so I like it. I like the show of a tiny bit of weakness in the emperor Mm -hmm. just because I think that it actually emphasizes the strength of the emperor more. Yes. Um, what are the other ones? I guess the star, it isn't one specific thing. I just think that it's a really stunning card. It's like a woman sitting on a beach. There's a wave behind her the amount of sort of like celestial bodies in the background is really, really, really pretty. And her hair is the water coming from the pitcher basically, mm. rather than her holding a pitcher. And I just think that it's so gorgeous and so pretty. Um, With the chariot, it's also just because it's really beautiful. The chariot has oh, yes. a woman with four arms and there's all of these symbols of different um, like animals with wings and it just feels very like universally powerful mm-hmm. because she's like kind of able to accomplish anything and move forward however she wants. So I really like that card. And then the last two are also for a specific reason. So this is the only minor arcana we've talked about besides the aces, I guess. Oh, right. I like the five of discs because it represents oh, yes. worry, which I think is pretty normal or poverty is what sometimes in RWS it is. But I like this worry card because the figure in it is wearing a hood but it's also faceless. Mm -hmm. And I like that because it's sort of like emphasizing unlike in the RWS where it's like the thing that's causing worry is like destitution. Mm -hmm. The facelessness of the worry card in this deck is like it can be anything. Like you project what the worry is into Mm -hmm. that hooded figure. Yeah. And I think that that's really helpful to kind of look at that and be like what is the worry rather than like you know i'm cold and it's snowing and i'm by right. a church like it's just nice to have that sort of like nameless faceless uh-huh. thing going on right. with the worry because then you can work to put a name and a face to it yes. and work through it that way
0: Ooh, i love that
1: and then i also really love the uh fortune card the wheel of fortune oh, card yes. It's a dark blue background with a ton of constellations, but the thing that I like the most about it is the Threads of Fate motif. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Where it's like two hands of fate with threads who are kind of controlling the Wheel of Fortune. And I just think that that's like a really neat use of it. And also there's like a very subtle moon phase situation going Mm -hmm. on right behind the wheel, and it just is so pretty. Oh, I love it. That's so good. So those are my faves.
0: And this, I will mention if... You're new to Toth. This would be a good deck. Which I am. Yeah. And this would be a good (laughs) deck, I think, a good introduction deck. If you're not into the imagery on Crowley's Toth deck and Lady Frida's Toth deck, that this would not be like a weird introduction like um, Pixel Cult's one that we... Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, that was so like viscerally... Right.
0: And it's not that because it was bad, but it was just, it's darker and there's darker themes that come with it. This one's a very neutral one that's, you know, good for learning and good for understanding toast as a system.
1: Totally. So what's your WTF card? Have you looked at the lovers? Oh my God, that's literally the one that was my WTF (laughs) card. Did you look at his
0: neck and her lack of an arm? What is going on? (laughs) Her, it's just...
1: So weird.
0: It's so weird. Where's her arm at? His like his hand is her arm, and how is his arm wrapping around her that way? And his (laughs) neck, he has no neck.
1: (laughs) How did this happen? It's so weird. I don't don't understand 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 it at all. The art. Yeah, I don't know. It's always hard when it's something like that because I'm sure that there's like maybe some reason that we could like find for it, but it just kind of looks weird let me look at that and especially considering everything else is so great
0: choices commitment harmony devotion being one with another but they're not like well they're okay so their legs look kind of joined maybe that's what it's talking about like they're joined together oh maybe may but, but yeah where is her weird. other arm
1: is it tucked behind her
0: yeah and he like again no neck it's literally his head <laughs> is on his like clavicle is that the same figure
1: from the art card? What I thought I one?
0: thought so. I thought it was both of them in the art card. Hold on. Because I almost pulled it out to mention. No, he has a beard. Maybe it's the same people, but they've grown because of the but same then color. Also, like,
1: how is that even remotely? Te- so maybe Tina Gong, we what need is answers. 14 normally. Uh, 14 normally is temperance. Oh, that's what I thought. And uh, then I started thinking I was losing my mind because I was like, that doesn't make any sense. No.
0: Okay. So temperance in this, Maybe it, in Toth means that like, like the same... comical
1: stuff. They look like the same people, but like older. Maybe it is. Maybe it's the same people, but slightly older. Yeah. So those are my two WTF is the okay. levers and the temperance and, card. And art. art. Yeah. So I also think that it's interesting to take note because there is an enclosed like folding sort of definition card with this, but it is very abbreviated. So yes. I think that if you're looking for more in-depth toth meanings, using her website is probably the way to go, which I'm sure she would agree with also because that's like her main thing. Right, right, right. But yeah, the lovers and the, I guess the lovers and the temperance card together are my WTF cards. Because I do think they might be, supposed. I mean, the woman is like exactly, exactly the, same. the same. They have to be the same
0: people. But she has an arm in this one. (laughs) And he still doesn't have a neck, but it's covered up by a beard now. So
1: maybe that's why he grew the beard (laughs) to cover up the fact he has no neck.
0: What's going on? Now I feel like the
1: deck is going to give us a meme card to represent our relationship with it because we just mocked that guy.
0: No, it's the artwork. We're not mocking the deck. It's the artwork. (laughs) It's not our fault. He has no neck. It's not our
1: fault. The thing is, if we were just using it regularly, I don't think we would have picked up on it, but when you're looking for favorite and WTF cards, you do find those weird ones where you're like, huh?
0: What What the hell? Yeah.
1: All right, so let's pull cards for our relationship with this deck. I really do like the card stock a lot.
0: I love how, like, skinny it is.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, let me tell you. (laughs) I'm getting like a and what did you get? Did you get the lovers?
0: No, I got the seven of
1: chalices, which is debauchery. So. <laughs> Dang. Uh, okay. And I got the princess of wands. Aw. That's nice. I'll that take it. Nice. She's super fiery. She's like the fieryest fire. So You're fiery. on fire. And she has great a hair. A redhead. Exactly. Uh, all right. So next week, we're going to be talking about the Halloween Tarot. Uh, there's a lot of decks called that. So we're talking about the one that's by Karen Lee. So be prepared for that. I'm really excited about it Uh, because next week is Samhain. Yes. Yay. Maybe we should do the review of that deck and a big Samhain spread. Ooh, that would be fun. That could be fun. Yeah. I like it. We'll see how it goes. All right. That's our show. Don't forget to send us questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com. And tell your friends about us and review us. It helps us grow and we really appreciate it. You can also follow us on Instagram at wildly tarot podcast or at celestial esther and at holly enchanted. We haven't plugged our own Instagram. Well, I felt like while. we should put
0: our like own Instagram handles in the wildly tarot profile. Oh, but that's a good idea. I've just been lazy, yeah. and I was like, "Is that too self-serving?" I don't know. I don't. I can't process this right now, so just haven't <laughs> done it. So we're gonna do that this week.
1: Yeah. So you can find our wildly tarot uh, Instagram at wildly tarot. Um, is the hand podcast is the handle sorry at wildly tarot podcast um or you can join our facebook page by searching for wildly tarot podcast on facebook and also we have a
0: discord that you can join by clicking the link in the show notes and on patreon i'm starting to upload
1: the major arcana episodes the little
0: Tara Wildly episodes yay. so first of and all and don't
1: forget that those are going to be not restricted to only Patreon supporters so yes. if you're anyone who's interested in listening to those episodes you can find it on the Patreon
0: yes they're going to be totally public and I apologize to patrons who are going to get notifications for the next few days because <laughs> it, I cannot turn the notifications off so my apologies that you're going to get these emails but they're all going to be there under the same tag so you can easily find them and yay. listen to them yay
1: I love it good call uh, and remember <laughs> <laughs> Every week, don't f- forget and forget. I always am like, and we're done. No, we have our outro. <laughs> Remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so much. We do. Yay. Yay.